Welcome to Mission Control, Peralta Design's podcast on all things branding and digital marketing. Since 2009, Peralta Design has launched dozens of brands with award-winning identities and websites. Join our hosts Ramon and Jorge as they use decades of combined experience to tackle topics with past clients, industry partners, and the rest of the PD crew. At Peralta Design, we launch brands. But for now, let's launch right into this episode of Mission Control. All right, here we go. We're recording here live from Mission Control, our new podcast here at Peralta Design, where we launch brands. And we want to talk about the Super Bowl and, the, and specifically Super Bowl commercials as, as a creative agency uh, involved in marketing and branding. It's kind of like uh, people look to us to have an opinion on uh, what, what were the best commercials, what were some of our favorite commercials. And as we know, these, these brands are spending over $5 million for a 30-second spot. It's so crazy. it's kind of nuts. It's crazy. Yeah, so we got uh, Danny here, uh, and we've got uh, Jorge, uh, and we're just going to chat it up. I thought we'd start with my top 10 list that I post to Facebook in real time um, as people look to us again to, to get, our, get our take on what we liked. Um, initially, my first choice uh, top spot was for the Rocket Mortgage spot with – Jason Momoa, I'm going to run through these, and then we're going to rip these apart because some of these <laughs> may have changed. Uh, so number two, the Porsche Taycan commercial. Uh, Take it to the house, which I thought was was fun and interactive. The Hyundai Smart Pac, uh, as you know, I uh, grew up in Providence, so that one uh, really, really resonated with me. Um, the Little Caesars Dwight Schrute <laughs> um, uh, bit was pretty funny as number five. I got Lil Nas X and, and, and Sam Shepard for Doritos for number six. That was great. Um, the Walmart ad, simply because they had Mars Attacks in there, amongst a bunch of other references. <laughs> I, I have to know how much that cost them in licensing. <laughs> there was everything. Under yeah, the either they didn't pay anybody or they, <laughs> or they, or, or they spent a fortune. Uh, Tide Pods, uh, that was just hilarious because it, it seemed like the dude... The dude from uh, It's Always Sunny. Charlie Day. Day. Yeah, Charlie Day. Like, just having him throughout the game. Uh, and then the Wonder Woman tie-in was was hilarious. Um, the Procter & Gamble uh, spot. Because Honda did something like that where you could see all their products. Just to show you, like, we're everywhere in your life. And, uh, you know, the the last spot, I hadn't seen Groundhog Day uh for Jeep with with Bill Murray, so I had on there the Hard Rock commercial, which which was which had some great visuals, but wasn't uh, I didn't think it had the best story. Tied with Baby Nut, and I only threw Baby Nut in there because it was done by Gary V. I honestly didn't wasn't a big fan of it, but I what? think I'm gonna swap Wait, them he, out. He directed he directed that. That, that was done by by uh, his his agency. Oh yeah. my God! Oh, wow. you know, I had Vayner, no idea. Vayner, they hired Vayner Media, so it was like his idea. I'm sure. I, I, I was gonna say it's very convenient. Uh, your number ten slot there with Hard Rock and Baby Nut because those are my least favorite commercials <laughs> of the whole thing. Yeah, but they just got bumped for Groundhog. I I, mm. I really think the Jeep one was. Was good. So why don't, why don't we hear what do you guys think, and we'll go back and pick out you know pick apart this list a little bit. Sure. Uh, I, yeah, go ahead. I I honestly I I, <laughs> I gotta say from the video point of view, um, that Hard Rock Cafe one was was not great. Yeah. It was it cut 
I think there might have been over 60 cuts in right. like a 30 it second. It had a terrible flow. It, yeah. it, it, it had a lot of star power. So they, so the Hard Rock has this new hotel that's shaped like a guitar. So mm -hmm. the, the pictures of that were dope. Because, I mean, right. you just look at a still of that hotel. It's incredible. Yeah. And then they had all the star power in there, like J-Lo and, and DJ Khaled and, and A-Rod. But as far as the storyline, the way they, you know, I was not a fan. And I agree with you. It just had a terrible flow to it. Because you're like, what the heck's going on? I I, was, I uh, was saying before, the worst kind of editing is when you're aware of it and you're not like into video or anything like that. If even my family was like, wow, this is a really jumpy video, isn't it? Like I, I can't pay attention because of all the cuts. And that's just that's a massive flop then. Right. If just the regular layman is sitting there like this is edited poorly, then right. you've, you've right. It looked it. almost like a, a rapid fire slideshow. Of photos. Absolutely. You know, right. it, it, and I think they wanted to focus so much on that new guitar shape that that's what they honed in on. But I felt like it was just lacking in terms yeah. of, like I said, I wasn't engaged in the story, you know, and the hidden identity and the Scooby-Doo kind of moment. It was the whole moment. cliche, <laughs> the Scooby-Doo mask right. thing that we've seen on memes and everything. It, it bec It's just part of pop culture now. But I agree, like, even that payoff... Like, there had been so much damage done by that point that <laughs> yeah. that didn't make up for it. Right, exactly. I mean, when they started it off, it was, um, I think it was Tom Cruise at the top, right? Like, Mission Impossible right. style. It seemed yeah. very much like they should have protocol. Yeah. I think they should have stuck with that. Like, them scaling the building, yeah. it would have... If they would have gone full in, secret agent type of commercial for that, I think it would have been a bigger yeah. hit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It became too much, like, inside, like, uh, celebrity... Goofiness, yeah. like yeah. he stole J Lo's cup, and you know I don't know. It, it, it just didn't land with her. It just yeah. nobody cares. Like who cares? <laughs> and then there's one scene where she's like paddle boarding across a pool to like highlight her butt muscles, and it was just like, like yeah, yeah, uh, no. So anyway, that 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 just got bumped. And then if we're if we're working from the bottom up, Baby Nut, the whole thing. I had seen some uh, some sneak peeks that they were gonna kill off. Uh, Mr. Peanut. Right. You know, that was the whole thing. And people on LinkedIn were already talking about it being a bad branding move because it's kind of nuts to take your <laughs> pun mascot, pun intended, right? right? Yeah, pun intended, <laughs> <laughs> to take your mascot and, and kill him in like an explosion. But right. when I found out who was behind it, Gary V, you you can just imagine him like on the spot coming up with the entire storyline. Right. Oh, we're just going to kill him, you know, dropping <laughs> F-bombs and, right. and, and, and so forth. And then the the reveal during the during the commercial was that then they have like this new baby nut. Yeah, it's funny that you mention it because it's retreading the same ground that pop culture has been treading the last five years with initially Groot, as Jorge mentioned earlier, right. where he dies right. and comes back as a Definitely baby. Definitely the whole rebirth. Right. It's a cliche. Bit with baby it's Groot. like how it's not really that creative. And I then Baby think. Yoda like really flanderized it. It's yeah. like look how cute Baby Yoda is. Yeah. And now it just feels like they're chasing yeah. that. Yeah. To but me, with, it's like Baby Yoda greater than Baby Nut. That's just Oh, yeah. My, well, I think that know. goes without saying. Yeah, oh, mean. yeah. They're hopping on that, <laughs> that train a little bit late. I thought it was yeah. fascinating, though, that between that commercial and I want to say it was a Cheetos commercial, I saw guys getting work who I hadn't seen on screen in a long time. <laughs> it's MC Hammer MC and Wesley, Hammer. Wesley Snipes. Yeah. I was like, wow, these guys are getting out there. They're really pulling the off. The best part stops. of the MC Hammer commercial was when the when the picnic blanket becomes his pants. Yeah, that was fantastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it like, tightens up. Great. Oh, my God. <laughs> That was great. Oh, that was man. a good awareness commercial. I had no idea that they were coming out with a new a new popcorn line. So kudos to them. Wasn't that like Cheeto fries, or is that something it, totally different? Uh, no, that's something different. That's so like the Cheeto hot fries. I'm I think yeah. this is actually a rebrand. 
of uh, Cheeto puff corn that has existed for a while. Oh, that, that I wasn't seeing. And so. that makes me sad because that means the price is going up from $2 probably to their like $3.69 price tag. So let's talk about Groundhog Day because mm-hmm. I think that makes the list. I want to yeah. say I think it was a win for car companies across the board. Right. Um, Jeep with that, that for A, it being Groundhog Day, right? Uh, I think that Bill Murray is just one of those celebrities who hits home for a lot of people. Some some people might call him a national treasure. So much he so is. that he's an icon. I there was a moment where I had to question whether I, I needed I was going to stay with my then girlfriend now wife um, because I went to go put on Groundhog <laughs> Day one night and she goes I don't even like Bill Murray. Oh no! And I'm like that was one oh, of those moments. No. Red flag. I, <laughs> I, literally, I literally paused and I I did a double take. It's like. What did you say? <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'll we'll we'll try it again another night. It's fine. Um, so to this day, we still haven't watched it. But she claims that she never said that, and I have a oh, vivid memory. Denial. I know. I know. So um, backtracking. But uh, yeah, like I said, <laughs> National Treasure. They nailed it. The same. I don't know if they literally went to the same exact set and they rebuilt it or it what. The same outfit. Exactly the same trench the same coat. Same yeah. They Every, literally. They pulled all the same actors out. Yeah, and exactly. I, I mean, for how many years it's been? I mean, they. Good job. Everyone's yeah. everyone's still. We're talking about the antithesis of the Hard Rock Cafe one, right? They just chose one movie. Right. They stuck with it. They got all the right actors for it, and. It totally. I wanted a jeep by the end of that. Right, it and like they fun. continued this. They continued the movie. It could have been like an That's extended right. director's right. cut, exactly, because it, it went right along and with the original story. I don't know story. how much was CG, how much was practical, like effect, like a, um, like animatronics, or how much was right. was real <clears throat> groundhog. But they nailed that. They too. nailed Good it. Job. Yeah, I I it. found it uh, hilarious because of you know Caddyshack. You know, I yeah. love that movie, and in Caddyshack, it's. Lit- it's totally a puppet that's like dancing around. <laughs> right. the, it's a groundhog, but it, it, it you know, it, it uh, uh, the gopher. I'm saying it yeah. totally like uh, drives him nuts, and so yeah. it's a young Bill Murray, you know, uh, <laughs> with the gopher, and now we have the, him with the groundhog. Um, to me, it was just perfect. I mean, it was well done. Um, and uh, great, great, great commercial. Like I said, it sells the, the brand. You get that feeling of adventure with the oh. Jeep. And it, and it totally... All-wheel drive. It's American. It's an yeah. American holiday. It's an American And it know, filled vehicle. that slot because there was a truck in the movie, and they recreated scenes. They just used their new truck. Like, right. it was a no-brainer, right. but it was it was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that one. Um, also, on the topic of cars, yeah. um, I thought that the Hummer commercial stood out to me because really? we're in the, this... The electric Hummer. Exactly, the electric that, Hummer. everybody thought Hummer was dead. Right, was exactly, because how are dead. you going to... How can you possibly <laughs> sustain that vehicle? You know what I mean? Gas guzzler. The, yeah. Precisely. And what? A, now that we're in this electric vehicle renaissance, now that Tesla has disrupted the market, every car company is looking to start this whole EV, uh, you know, market. <laughs> they, uh, There's no limit to how big your car can be again. Well, yes. I, well, I, right, exactly. The expedition. I, when they're talking the, about the amount of horsepower that it's going to get, you know what I mean, <laughs> and the rain, this, that, the other thing. Think about how huge your battery can be in yeah. something like a Hummer. And, yeah. and I really think that they... That was probably really cheap to make because yeah. all they had to do is like, all right, in this scene, show horses. In this scene, no audio. Just right. cut the audio. Oh, no, think about they didn't even exactly. really have to show the car. They, they didn't, right. they didn't like, show the it car. It was kind of like a grill. Uh, this, the, uh, was a that could have been all CGI. For I bet all it was. Know. I'm yeah. sure it was. Yeah. They're like, yeah. should we build this again? Let's tr- let's see what the response but is. Brilliant. Right. So they probably saved a lot of money on production, but think about how much of an impact it made because the Super Bowl just makes a lot of noise in general between the roar of the crowd, the game, the commercials, the music. 
you you have all this noise. So having that moment of silence for me, it at least yeah. stuck out yeah. in that. Yeah, it maybe, catches your attention. Pay, maybe pay attention. Perfect segue into the Taycan, which is Porsche's entry into the luxury sports car electric right. market mm-hmm. and uh, dope commercial. Uh, it, it's on my bucket list to go to Stuttgart and uh, go to the Porsche factory. Yeah, where the where the commercial is set and uh, great great concept where like. All the security guards basically take, you know, take they go for the a joyride. Yeah, they, yeah. They, I thought it was a play on words beautifully too, because it was a take on and it was taken. <laughs> you know oh, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, well, uh, that is true. That there is, there are, there are def- different ways to pronounce it. Um, but um, excellent, excellent job with with just the excitement of showing their whole fleet, right? Going back in history, showing their racing car heritage. Yeah. But also kind of changing this. Uh, mindset of the enthusiast or the purist right who really feels like gas is like the true much like manual is like the true race, racing uh standard uh pun intended um <laughs> and gas being like the sound of the engine being synonymous with car enthusiasts and racing here the here all these here the entire history of porsche their whole fleet going way back to their race cars is out here chasing their new entry this right. new technology which i thought just visually was pretty dope it's kind of a they kind of passed the torch visually exactly. yeah exactly. That, hey you can start from you know these tractors that yeah. we made going that all the was way hilarious the yeah. guy that gets yeah. stuck yeah. with the tractor it's like musical <laughs> chairs he's like oh man but they did make tractors you know it's like right. it was part of their, part of the their heritage. heritage i think it's part of that whole yeah. thing and i think that they're going to see a good transition between the specs that they're already showing Enthusiasts are excited. Purists are excited. Uh, it's just they're they're gonna right. transition well into this EV revolution. Right, I think so too. And 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 I agree. The way at the end where they where they hand the keys off, right. it's almost like they're handing the keys off to to the consumer. Like this yeah. this is this is still a Porsche. It's 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 drifting. It's cruising. <laughs> and I think they even pipe a little sound because one of the things that it being silent, they, right? They need a little, even though it's it doesn't make an ex, it doesn't have an exhaust. Car purists still want to hear something, so right. they're piping in a little whir, like there's some little sound effect right. that's going to make you feel like you're driving a Porsche. And some people are even saying that like you wouldn't hear that outside the vehicle, but that in the car itself, they're piping in a little bit of sound. So that's you, what I. You can hear the gears shifting. Yeah, I mean, even yeah, they're, they're doing that. it for. You, it's just part of the essence of I driving so, yeah. to me. And I think that you're not going to get away from that. Even if you look at professional motorsports, Formula E, they do the same thing where those things sound like little spaceships, which yeah. as they spin up, yeah. you know, just because you need to have that. that you know, and I, th- I, I think it brings up also the fact that uh, you don't really see Bugatti commercials or Maserati commercials, right. Porsche commercials, right. but because they're breaking into this market that's currently dominated by Tesla, you know, mm-hmm. this electric luxury sports car market, they needed to do a commercial, you know, because it, this stuff's been under wraps and, and uh, for them it's, it's totally new ground. But I think we're going to see more electric cars coming out, more electric SUVs coming out. You know, Mu- Ford had a great commercial for their Mustang, mm-hmm. which didn't make my list, but it's been so controversial online because people that are Mustang enthusiasts like, why would you call this SUV a Mustang? Right, right. You know, but they're leveraging a brand that people know and love, and they're saying, well, this is a, this is still a Mustang. It's still 
Ford, it's still aggressive, it's still fun to drive, but it's their electric, they're entering into this market. I think we're going to see a lot more of these crossover SUVs that are sporty, but they're also electric. And I wonder, um, going back to the Porsche, you know, the market that they're trying to enter into is dominated by Tesla, as you said. I wonder if they're leveraging their history to say like, hey, listen, these guys are new. We've been around the block, and now we're bringing ours out. Absolutely. Right. So I think that's why they did it. That's totally what you got to see in that yeah. commercial. Absolutely. That's good. That's great. Now, the, the, the most hilarious, I mean, well, let's talk about Hyundai since we're on the car thing. All right. That, to me, was hilarious. Like, like the, the, the accent, to hear, to hear that. I, mean, you guys I don't think? know if any of them are natives of that I region. I think so. I think they but, are. But the casting was great because yeah. you, had, you had Jim Halpert slash Jack Ryan and Captain America in the same commercial. Um, and then you had, and her name escapes me at the moment, but she, I know she's from SNL. Oh, she's, she's hilarious. hilarious. And they, everybody just sold it so perfectly. And then they brought Big Papi in there at the end to pull it all together. Uh, we were cracking up. Yeah. The whole room absolutely loved that commercial. Yeah. Something was just charming about it. Yeah. And then, then at the whole time, they're just you know reiterating the whole brand over and over. And kudos to Hyundai because not that long ago it was like, oh, you think you're gonna roll up in a Hyundai? And now yeah. it's like, oh, he rolled up in a Hyundai. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it, they they have been able to change their brand perspective, and I think pulling in new features and technologies, yeah. I think it's going to be big for them. Yeah, and I think that they're. Uh, luxury mark the genesis they had a pretty dope commercial because that thing looked sweet the, the, they had the john legend uh, uh oh yeah uh, commercial where uh, he, he, he yeah he pulls up in it and you're like what is that it looked like a jaguar or something but that was a genesis so they're getting into that luxury suv market and and kudos to them so yeah there was some great great car commercials um the um the take it to the house so that was that the was nfl awesome. right yeah, now right. that was yeah. fun and it was neat because if you were watching during the season, they had been promote. Deion Sanders got on NFL Network and got on breaks in, in games. And said, hey, if your kid loves football and you want to see them on the field, submit. So all those kids were their parents submitted tapes so that they could wow. get featured on there. Right. And I thought it was great how you got to mix in. Those kids got time not only out of the transition between it being the commercial yeah. to being on the field. Running right out. Yeah. That and was it was great. really smooth. It was really smooth. It was smooth, and the energy was fantastic. My eyes went right away to see, like, did this kid get older since that commercial? <laughs> like, how long ago was it shot? Right. He looked a little bit older, but, like, it, was, touch. it was just months, maybe six months or whatever the heck the production schedule was. But that's what that was, like, my first reaction when it went from – Film to reality. Right. I was like looking for details. Like, is his hair the same? Is he taller? Is I was it, just really entertained. Is it I, like, the same clapped. kid? Yeah, it was just cool <laughs> to to combine. Um, it reminded me of like, uh, you know, those. Uh, I mean, I'm dating myself, but we used to have these commercials with like Tom Sawyer and Huckleberry Finn, where it was like part of it was animation and part of it was like real. Oh yeah, yeah, real film, and it was mixed together. Um, I just, I just love that that combination, the way they did that. It, it was awesome, and I love the energy. Uh, obviously, to me, anyway, that kid was very much an Odell Beckham fan just from the way that the hair was. Uh, I loved getting to see all these different NFL legends from throughout history. It was really great. Uh, yeah, it was it was good. And I think yeah. this is the kind of thing that they need in that, you know, the sport needs to promote its ability to, you know, to say, hey, come, we're trying to make it safer. Mm-hmm. We're trying to make it so that way, you know, your kids can can get involved. Um, to that point, another NFL commercial with the with the Microsoft partnership with the whole Katie Sowers thing 
which well, was phenomenal to me. I mean, the first woman in the Super Bowl, like that was yeah. that was great and something that I hadn't even considered was a thing. And so I'm glad that they not only they made it a big enough deal to yeah. to, to put that on there. So I think that the NFL is really trying to to instill some some goodwill in there. Right. I do want to say something about the hair because uh, my nephew, I think, you know, he he's got like he's got like natural curly hair. And um, that kid in the commercial, from what I'm hearing, like there are kids that are going to like hair salons to, to get like perms and stuff <laughs> to get that look like that Odell. I think he kind of sparked it. Right. But now like all these all these kids that have straight hair are trying to get like that look like get get a perm, shave the sides, you know, <laughs> dye the top. It's like a whole thing. Wow. wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hilarious. Um, but the funniest commercial to me where I where I like just was dying laughing was the because it was shocking yeah was was the jason momoa the, the, oh, the rocket mortgage i they nailed it <laughs> yeah that so was, well that was so good and i don't it's another one that you know how much of it was practical and yeah. how much of it like i don't know if that was a, a bald cap that they used to, and then a wig on top of it or if they see you know i'm not sure where the line was yeah. for some of it um some of it definitely felt like uh, Chris Evans as uh, Captain America, yeah. you know, where you, you, you turn the yeah. big guy into the scrawny guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, man. It's so it, well done. And it reminded me of um, I'm Gonna Get You Sucker, this Robert Townsend movie. There's a scene <laughs> in it where this woman, you know, she's on a date with this guy, and he brings her back to his room, and then she just starts taking things off, like her butt's fake, you know, her her leg is fake, <laughs> her wig, you know, like, and it just, it was just like an exaggeration, and it reminded me of this, because, like, what we see sometimes is not real. Right, right. <laughs> right. I mean, it, I think it was fantastic, and I always pay attention to see if I can find the seams, yeah, like, right, on, for yeah. the effects, yeah. um, but they just timed it so well, it like, perfect. they managed to get that, they managed to put that guy's <laughs> head on that skinny person's body, Pretty convincingly, right. it was great. Pretty and you got to blend the neck. The like, moment oh, took that the boots off, I mean, you know, because it talk, took everyone totally by surprise. Yeah. I'm like, oh wow, he's a lot shorter than yeah. I thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> and, but because th the boots were just like, okay, I thought that was just one thing. Then right. everything else started. And then to come he's apart. like, I just, I could just be myself, and he pulls out, you know, the instrument. It's yeah, not, he it's not a cool. It's not like a cool guitar. It's no, like it's it's he's harpsichord like or something like that. A dulcimer. My own, I guess my biggest observation is that as much as so far a lot of the commercials have been the brand mm -hmm. and the commercial itself are right in alignment and they're promoting each other, I can't necessarily tell you that that made Rocket Mortgage stick in my head very much. I agree. Right. Yeah. I, right. I thought it was a great commercial. I laughed. But in terms of the branding so presence, it, bring, it brings up a good point. So the you know, Rocket Mortgage is something that, is like the turbo tax of you know of CPAs you right, know it, right. it's the bane of their existence cuz you've got these local mortgage guys that give you this personal attention and then you have a company like Rocket Mortgage or TurboTax which th their whole thing is they want to take something that's super complicated mm -hmm. and make it seem like anybody can do it right. or like you're buying a house, just go to Rocket Mortgage and press a button and you're approved, and it doesn't work like that. And right. so instead of them telling you the reality of how this works, they they spend, you know, $6 million, they get celebrities, and they put these commercials on to just raise brand awareness. They, right. They're they not telling you how it works. They, they're just hoping that you connect this funny moment with their brand and, and that you remember them. It's actually remarkable because I was going to say, the only thing I know about Rocket Mortgage, because I don't, I don't, I'm not in the market for 
anything like that, uh, is that I know Rocket Mortgage has good commercials, and that's right. it. Like, right. I don't know anything else about Rocket Mortgage. Right. So let's go back to the, the Super Bowl. So the Super Bowl commercials, the, the Lil Nas X, I thought that was hilarious to take, you know, the the fact that it was, you know, a country mashup and put yeah. Sam Shepard in there. His mustache brilliant. is like, his yeah. mustache Iconic. is like, it, it's just synonymous with being a cowboy. Right. right. It was a lot of fun. I loved it. it. Again, it caught me off guard. And I was like, wait, is that? And everyone's like, oh, yeah. It is. <laughs> I hope so much. Lil Nas X, if you're listening, I hope you're taking all that money <laughs> and you're investing. You have a financial advisor because, man, you're stacking it right it's now. It. You're killing it. And your, it's your not your like you're a one-hit wonder. You have, you have other good songs, too. And, um, you know, congratulations to you. And congratulations to Doritos for saying, you know what? All things considered, we're gonna take this and we're gonna we're gonna make something out of it. And the, they did yeah. a, a dancing mustache because that, that mustache is just me. has people that always joke that that mustaches <laughs> have a life of their own, you know. Right. And this thing literally was like doing the worm on the guy or the caterpillar, <laughs> I should probably say, uh, on Sam Shepard's face. So I thought that was hilarious. What 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 are some other ones that you guys like that we well the Little Caesars. I thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought it was great, and it very much spoke to like Steve Jobs <laughs> and you know all these branding titans that you think of these strong like these brands. These sliced bread, like headquarters. <laughs> right, better than sliced. That was good. That was <laughs> really good. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and that was that was great. And I don't even you know Little Caesars is kind of like a whatever, but the good job for staying relevant, you know, yeah. for them. Yeah, I yeah. think they fell off. You know, and and, uh, and this was a great way to come. If you're gonna come back, uh, who better than Dwight Schrute? Um, for being that I think part of that just comes with our regional bias you know this New Haven pizza is like yeah. the pizza yeah, capital of the world we're totally we're, you know what I mean like we have arguably some of the best pizza in the no, world the, uh, let's just put it out there no, it, it Chicago is the pizza is not pizza Ooh, just ooh hot wow. Ooh. Let's just, let's just that was spicy but I was going to yeah. say uh, but to close out the whole podcast I wanted to ask everyone's opinion on uh, Google's Campaign. That's yeah. a good one in that somebody said the more evil the corporation, the more they have to hit you in the feels yeah. to counteract it. Now, I don't believe that Google's evil, although I thought it was interesting that they used to have a company mandate in their charter that said don't be evil, and they removed that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so that was interesting. But either, either here nor there, I think it's interesting that Google, having become a verb, having become a, a part of our lives – um, you know, most people in the world have an experience with the brand. I think them turning it from being just a search engine or a, a, a business product or whatever it is that you're, you know, uh, the YouTube, they, they had this such a large, you know, wide net that they cast. I think it was even more interesting that they decided to go for the emotional one every year. And it's just interesting it being the Super Bowl. It's generally a party vibe. Everyone's kind of happy. Everyone, it's a feel-good moment. And then you get this silence in the room. Right. And, it, it, you know, it gets emotional. Everyone kind of is, like, sad. And then they switch to, like, a bright Target commercial. So it's, right. you know. I think it makes sense because we're, it's part of our life now. If you, you're saying, hey, Google, play this, or hey, hey, Google, do that. It's like we're talking to it. It reminds me of of uh, Joaquin Phoenix and her, where he falls in <laughs> love with his operating system. Right, yeah. Where it makes total sense that a brand like that that we're interacting with, that it's become our our lives operating system, yeah. if you will, yeah. uh, would have an emotional commercial. I think it's interesting because the market right now is so saturated with emotional commercials 
where they bring in the strings and then they show you images of America and everything else. And that's great, but I saw like four back to back to back and they lose their effect over time. And Google didn't advertise a product. They advertised a feature of their product that has, and it was a remarkably specific thing, right? It's just like the remind me function. And in this case, yes, it'd be heart pulling or heart string pulling, but I think it did a long way of just humanizing the brand a little bit more. They always go for that as hard as they can. Yeah, I think that's that's part of what their mission is to keep the people at the heart of their brand. Um, so, so well done on them for that, as far as that's concerned. Um, again, it's just an interesting decision to, to to go that way. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. I think that's a wrap. I think I think we went through all the best ones, um, and uh, we look forward to hearing some feedback and some some of the feedback we might get from some of our listeners. Yeah, tell us what you think. Yeah, definitely. Uh, always please make sure to leave a, a review on your favorite podcast uh, network, whether that's on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts. That really makes a difference, really helps out the show. And looking to see you guys uh, next week. Thank you for listening. So this is Peralta Design's own podcast, Mission Control, and we launch brands. Thank you for taking this journey with us. To learn more about Peralta Design and our work, Go to www.peraltadesign.com and subscribe to keep up with the crew. 